Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Is there a sense of pride, if that's what it is, by all the history you're making for the culture, not just um, being a starting black quarterback in the Super Bowl, but also with your agent, Nicole, being part of the Divine Nine? Is it pride or what is it that you feel knowing that it means so much for the culture? Yes, yeah, it's, it's a ton of pride in everything that's going on right now. And I think when you, you're thrusted into these situations, you're thrusted uh, with these opportunities at hand, you don't really realize the impact you're doing until um, you reflect on it. And I think um, to, to have these opportunities and, and be able to represent so many different people, um, greet, you know, people back home in Texas, um, quarterbacks that maybe they, you know, said they couldn't do some or whatever it is, and, you know, just to, just believers. Um, something I definitely have in my heart when I'm out there playing. You know, I definitely never forget where I come from. And um, most importantly, I know that there are kids out there watching. There's always kids out there watching. Kids back in Texas, Philly, uh, Florida, Cali, here in AZ, um, wherever it is, it's, it's always a kid out there watching. And you know, I heard, uh, I heard, I heard someone say, I don't know if it was Michael or Michael, Michael Jordan or Kobe, but you know, I, you, some sometimes you get you get families and kids that save up all that money just to go to that one game, just to go to that one game. They may not ever get to see you play in person again. So you definitely want to put on a show for them when they come. Uh, Natalie, no last name, didn't just come to the Super Bowl. She's taking up space here at the Super Bowl. That's what they say, right? Taking up space? Like, announcing her presence with authority out here right. asking thoughtful questions and getting thoughtful answers from your quarterback <laughs> of your Philadelphia Eagles, Jalen Hurts. Well done. Thank you. Way he to represent. He doesn't know he's my quarterback, though. I, I remain no, professional. No, you remain professional. That was yeah. good. Well done. <laughs> Natalie, first time. It's your first time here. You are, uh, it's honors night. You are up. You're the winner for media newcomer of the year. <laughs> you got it. Thank you. You got it. I mean, it's such a really, I mean, it's like, it's such a good question and a, and a thoughtful response. I've never, like nobody's asked Jalen Hurts a question like that. I, I, it's dangerous to say nobody's doing, but I haven't heard. I'll say it that way. I haven't heard anybody ask him that type of question. And I haven't heard that, that patient uh, measured response and measured and in a negative way. It was really a yeah. good response from Jalen Hurts. What'd you think? Yeah, I was, I was nervous before I asked. You didn't sound like it. <laughs> and uh, it was the last question. So I was happy, you know, that I got fit in. So I, I wanted to just make sure I asked something good and I didn't hear anyone ask that, but it was something I really wanted to know. And I know okay. it does mean a lot to people. So I asked, and thankfully, it seemed like he was receptive to it. He smiled. He took a lot of time to answer it. Like, he seemed appreciative of the question. Now, can I just say, so some PR people, though, I just got to, you know, it ain't personal, but I feel like the PR person, if it, to my ear, cut him off. I think he had more. Maybe oh, that he's was always just, got more. He had he's more. He's a thoughtful dude. He was like, yeah. okay, that's it. Like, wait, wait, wait. Hold on now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did he say well, listen, it? Did he look like he was trying notice. to get off the stage? I, that's, that's how I so, heard it. 
I'm just going to go out on a limb and say maybe you got a future in, in this here business. <laughs> I uh, hope we, so. We have a lot of questions to ask several guests today about a variety of topics, starting with Patriots superstar pass rusher Matthew Judon. I cover your ears. Is this, this on? Y'all see me. Hey, chest bump, chest bump, baby. Hey, throw, hey, throw me a pick, throw me a pick, throw me a pick. Throw me a pick, throw me a pick. Oh, me? I'm rushing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Leo! What? Okay. All right, you guys t- turn back. Go, Leo, go. Go, Leo. Did I win? No, I won. How you like it? I love it, actually. I got 11 catches, don't I heal my team? <laughs> hey, that's why I said we gotta make them feel good. Y'all know that ain't happy. I ain't never got done done in my life. Oh. Hey, you can't you can't touch me. You can't touch me. You cheat. Come on guys, you're making me look bad. Hey, who is this guy? Why was it me that he threw it at? It's all right. Uh, but, they got to learn the hard way. But, all I do is get sacks and he going to throw it at me. Come on, man. His first pass in the league was a pig, wasn't it? Let's go, Jane. Hey, it's simple, y'all. Win on three. One, two, three. Win. I ain't going to lie. You should have picked him off again. <laughs> Always a smart decision to mic up or go pro up Matthew Judon. He's a soundbite waiting to happen. He's a walking, walking soundbite. Join him, brother, from another. It's good to see you, man. And it's good to be seen, man. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. You enjoy it. How many times have you come out to the Super Bowl? Is this your first Super Bowl I, week radio roll experience? No, I, I didn't came out. Okay. I think I just got a little bit better, so now I get to sit on stage next there year. There you go. But uh, <laughs> I didn't came out to everyone besides uh, Minnesota. Okay. I didn't go to Minnesota. Okay. Well, Matthew, of course, um, I got a chance to meet and get to know him for uh, my interview series, Gets It. He was very gracious with his time. Always appreciate that. Um, got a lot of respect for most of your opinions, except for uh, your mac and cheese Oh, take. yeah, man. What's uh, up with that's that? That's the only thing I got a problem what with. What's up Other with than that? that good, you know? you, you going to revise that opinion a little bit or not? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to revise it. It's probably the worst side <laughs> that can be put on the table. <laughs> Any meal, not just Thanksgiving. Any meal, the yeah. worst. All right, but I, but I do. I do. What's the second worst? Real quick, second worst. Uh, there's no way. There's no even uh, lobster mac and cheese. Because uh, <laughs> now, because now you're just disrespecting the lobster. <laughs> he quick. He quick on his feet. Oh my goodness! All right, but listen, I do respect your takes. You got an opinion on a variety of topics. Biggest sports news of the day: we at the Super Bowl, but uh, we are in Phoenix, the new home of Kevin Durant. What you think of that trade? 
you know, Kevin Durant, my boy, shout out to KD. I just want to see him thrive. So wherever he go, that's where I'm a fan of, you know. So now now we we in Phoenix. I'm a Phoenix fan. I might go buy a jersey. I know they selling them. They making them right now. So, uh, but uh, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult. I got to see how he does with the team. I think I think Chris Paul, being a floor general he is, it'll be it'll make the game easier for Kevin and Devin. Uh, but we gonna see. We're gonna see. Yeah, should be see, fun. You, you kind of you kind of restrained on that one. I thought you'd say, "Man, you know, the the, the sons are the favorites." You're not 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 ready to say that yet, huh? Uh, I think wherever he is, they the favorites. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay. I'm a KD fan. Okay, uh, big big fan. So he always gonna win a championship until they until they eliminate it. And he should have he should have eliminated. Honestly, he should have eliminated uh, Giannis. His his toe was but just over happened? the line. Thank his you. toe was just over the line. Thank you, thank you. I, I'm glad you said that. His, my, that's my, his no, toe I'm was just over been, the line. Because I've been wearing him out Come about on. that. Because it's coming. Don't I mean, don't it's true. and don't act like I forget. I forgot. Yeah. Okay. Because moving this, on. This dude right here. No, no, we're not moving on for a second. <laughs> this dude right here is the biggest. Was the biggest. KD, Harden, Kyrie. Why wouldn't it work? They go set records. Why wouldn't it work? It's gonna be all. Who would have thought they played sixteen games? They played the NFL season it's together. A, it would. <laughs> it it, it should have worked. It, it, the NBA is such a now, like now. They you, they got a jail. They got a jail. Let let them figure it out. But they was like, no, nah, we trading them away. Then they got uh, Ben Simmons b- bench on the Ben Simmons. Yeah, <laughs> and now he playing, and now he's he playing. Last one standing. That's what he I'm last saying. Last one standing. Yo, but, uh, hey, the uh, you just came off your uh, your, uh, your fourth Pro Bowl selection, mm-hmm. your first revised Pro Bowl experience. Yeah. Um, Pro Bowl have been trying to figure out a way to make it more interesting, but I was most interested, and I enjoyed. And we saw a clip of it when we started this segment. I enjoyed watching how much fun you guys seem to be having. It seemed like a really fun experience. Forget about the, the format and the games or whatever. Like you guys seem to enjoy one another's company. You see, yeah, that was that was kind of the biggest thing. It was like you was trying to enjoy it, but you also knew you had to put on them pads. You had to, you knew you In had previous years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to put on them pads, and you had to become a different player. Now you don't have to put on those pads. It's not that much uh, physicality into it. Now it's more mental and just using your feet. And so we could enjoy our time much more. And then we all grew up watching those games. We all grew up watching, you know, the bench press, the fastest man, the uh, quarterbacks go out there and do like the skill uh, challenge and throws and all that stuff. We all grew up watching that. And so now that they're bringing that back, and, you know, making the old new again. We enjoyed it. We enjoyed just seeing it. And then I think as the years come and they continue to do it more, like the games will get better. But, you know, right now they're like, okay, well, let's try this new. And so uh, as it as it comes and uh, as they do it more, the games will get better. It'll be more competition. They'll understand how to do it. But this year it was the first. It was the first one. Speaking of getting better, you had a Pro Bowl season in 2021. You had a better season. I don't know if you agree with that. Better in 2022. It was just a great year. And before I ask you the question, the celebration. I love the celebration. You've probably been asked that many times. But he won't do it off the field. I'm not not asking you to do it, but just, like, give us some insight into the, into the, the, the making of it. 
Brandon Marshall right there. Oh, what's up, B? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I keep telling people, uh, got to shout out Malcolm Crabtree and Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram was like, bro, you got to do one celebration and stick with it. It's going to catch on. And so uh, he told me to do that. And then that's that's what we had came up with. And then uh, I've just been swinging it ever since. So so uh, it was it was really my, it was really uh, Mark Ingram. We got to thank him. Now, see, look, the defense was great. You were a record-setting defense this year. You scored, I don't know, six, seven touchdowns. It was crazy what the Patriots did. You might say the defense scored more than the offense at times. Come on now. You've been, you been waiting for that you one. You've been waiting for that one. Had that one Had that one draft. But, but now, what, what, what is your assessment? No, it was an experiment. I know Bill's had some experiments that have worked out, but he – had a defensive coordinator be an offensive coordinator. Just what's your assessment of what you guys experienced this year or last year? Uh, I honestly, I think uh, you know, Bill is such a like brain and stuff, and he was like, "I'm just gonna get a whole bunch of guys together, and and we gonna figure this thing out." Uh, and it did. It didn't work out how he thought it would, and that's that's just kind of how. You know, football goes when you got a guy like him. And uh, so he understood where he kind of – the flaws and, you know, the letdowns. And I think he went out and got a really good offensive coordinator. And he's going to turn our offense around and we're going to continue the same and play the same and hold the same defense and standard to our defense. And then we're going to have a, a, we're gonna have a really good team. The Patriots, as a franchise, are, are no strangers to Phoenix and to this, this stadium yeah. uh, and this event in this stadium. Yeah. Um, how close and, and how do you close that gap is the, is the New England Patriots franchise to being a participant in this event again, the Super Bowl, that is? Uh, I'm going to say I don't know, and I'm going to say uh, for two reasons. Uh, I never, ever played in the Super Bowl, so I don't know. Okay. And then uh, that's honest and thoughtful on your part. And I then, appreciate that. And then honestly, uh, you don't know off paper the next year. You got to play them games. You got to play them games because on, on paper, usually the teams that look like it they'll never get there. Hmm. And so uh, you never know how NFL season gonna go. We didn't seen it. People didn't came into the year. It's an unbeatable team. It's no way. Then one injury happened, another injury happened, a trade happened. We need to get this person in here, and then you don't never see that team again. Uh, and so I think you gotta you gotta do it by building from the bottom up. It's it's the draft, the players that you have, the off season, and you, you just continue to work from there. But uh, I think going back to my first statement, I don't know because I've never been here. That's fair. That's you real. know what, Matthew was so crazy. I've known this dude so long. It's like over 20 years. It's almost like 20, almost 25 20, years. Almost 25, yeah. Almost 25 years. He asked that question. I was about to ask you that. <laughs> that's what's so nuts. It was like, that's exactly the question I was about to ask you. How much is, you know, speaking of, you know, we got our chemistry. How much is chemistry factor in the football? You say you got to play the games. It's a physical game, all this stuff. But chemistry, how, how, where, where does that factor into football, especially for what you do as a defensive player? Uh, I believe chemistry is a huge thing for a team. Like, if you don't have chemistry, you don't have accountability. So mm-hmm. when, you, when you have chemistry, I can hold you accountable because you, I know your actions. I know who you are. I know how you move off the field. I know your family. And so when I say this isn't you, I know it's not you because I actually know you. 
mm. not this isn't you as a football player. I don't know what's going on in your life. I don't know what's going on. So when I when I actually hang out with you, we go eat. I talk to your family. You tell me you tell me some private stuff. I tell you some private stuff, and we have that chemistry and we have that connection, and and we back like that. Then when you out there and I don't understand what you're doing, I can come to you and I'll be like, hey, instead of us bickering on the sideline, we're not going to bicker because I'm going to understand how I got to approach you. I'm going to understand what I need to say to you. And that comes with chemistry. And so, like, uh, you know, we got a group text that's always popping. Uh, we, we talk to each other all the time. And we hold each other accountable. It's not like, you know, when, when we have to go lift weights, it's not like the training staff hounding after people. We talk to each other like, hey, you get this lift in, what, what we got to do, how is it? And we know the people that lift early. We know the people that lift in the afternoon, after practice. And we know the people that we got to be like, we got to drag along with us. <laughs> you know, it, it, so... Uh, when, we, when do you plan to lift? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We, we know, hey, I'm going in there right now. Come on. Let's get that out the way. Mm-hmm. And so so when you have that uh, chemistry, uh, I think you can hold each other accountable so much more, and you can speak real. You don't got to hold your tongue, but you're not fighting with a sword. You know, you're fighting with something dull because you got that chemistry. Does he get it or what? Hey, listen, Dude gets it, man. Hey, that was hey, one of my I'm favorite interviews you, in a long I'm time. We had a good time earlier this season. So – I love how you said, hey, I don't, I don't know how close we are to getting here because I've never gotten here. But you're here, you're just observing the spectacle that is the Super Bowl. I, but you always observe it, man. You always, you know, calculating, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, so what are, you, what are you looking to get out of this experience, both professionally and personally, of, of just being here at the Super Bowl? Well, I mean, it's always just good to get on interviews like this and just kind of talk because that's something I want to do in my later career. And so just uh, meeting the behind-the-scenes people the, uh, who does all the productions, you know, who does all the managers, and, you know, they job be 40, 50, 60 years, and when ours <laughs> be 20, 30, 40. Yeah. And so uh, it's just always good to, you know, be like, hey, I'm Matthew Judon, shake their hand and uh, get that introduction. And uh, just to see the scenes, man, I think, I think the Super Bowl brings everybody out. And it's always a good time, and you know you can you can laugh, you can have a drink with somebody that you you normally don't get to, uh, because this it brings so many people to one city at at the same time, and y'all just here to kind of have a good time, but also here to learn and experience something different. Hmm. What stood out to you uh, uh, from this atmosphere so far? Just if, if there's one standout, what would it be? Uh, so far, I haven't I haven't seen too much. I haven't done it too much, but I, I'm uh, excited to go see the like the waste management. Uh, the open, the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Go, the golf. You play a little bit. Uh, I'm starting to get into it, man. I'm I'm uh, high and right. So okay. I just got to close that face, and I'll be I'll be hitting them straight. Look at him. Solid guy taking some lessons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a, a couple of golf pros that be helping me out. A couple of them. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm between uh, cities and stuff. So, yeah. uh, in Massachusetts and then in Dallas. Well, listen, man. Um, if you ever just want some practice for your post-playing career, yeah. three to four Eastern, Monday through Friday, Peacock, 
which is NBC Sports Streamer, uh-huh. simulcast on Sirius XM Channel 85. Okay. You can get all the run you want. Except, and it's a safe space. Okay. Except, all right, all right. except this is how we got chemistry and we hold each other accountable. Uh-oh. He said Monday through Friday. This dude don't be here Monday through Friday. I'll be busy interviewing Matthew Judah. Don't lie to Judah. Don't lie to What him. night were we spending like four hours together in, in craft suite? What night, what week was that? What night of week was that? Was it Thursday? It, it, no, it wasn't a Thursday because I would have been for Amazon, my other gig. Okay. But it was gig. like a Tuesday. It, all right. Okay. It might have been a Tuesday. My man gave me all kind of time. See, I, I ain't just taking it off. I'm out, I'm out here working okay. like he doing. He ain't just hit a party. That's work. right. Yeah. No, but anyway, seriously, anytime, <laughs> Open anytime, door come on, come on through. We, right. we talk about everything. Yes, okay. All right, let's get you a mac, mac and cheese restaurant recommendation. And uh, <laughs> no, but what's the best? Oh, we gotta get that real quick for you. What's the best one? Now, you said the worst one on the table is, is yeah. mac and cheese. We'll go with that. The best one though, side dish. Yeah, yeah. best. Like, with like at what time? Let's because, say because because I'm going dressing is dressing. the best. Uh, but any other time. Sweet potatoes. There you go. Now we good. <laughs> we got you. We right here. Nah, see, y'all ain't think I was part of the culture because I don't like macaroni <laughs> and cheese, know, man. Know you are. Just I just don't like it. Was, it wasn't it that you didn't like it. It's that you shit on it. You were <laughs> like, it's the one. Take it off the table. Nah, that's what I'm saying. You said not part oh, of the culture. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 48-yard field goal attempt. Set to go. Snap ball down. Kick up. Kick is on the way. And it is good. It's good. It's good. Adam Vinatieri booms a 48-yard field goal. And the game is over. And the Patriots are Super Bowl champions. Man, I'll tell you, uh, Michael Holly and I were joined by Adam Vinatieri, the most clutch kicker. In NFL history, here on behalf of DiGiorno, we'll get to that in a minute. Adam, Michael and I talk all the time. We reference this all the time. Somewhere in that Superdome crowd uh, back at Super Bowl 36 is the auxiliary press area. And Michael and I are sitting right next to each other, as yep. usual, as the ball is coming through the uprights toward us. And safe to say, not only did it change the course of an NFL franchise, 
the, the course of NFL history, a certain quarterback who just retired the legacy. Yeah. It also changed the course of our careers. Yeah. So, Good to see Thank you. you. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I, Appreciate I, I, I you. I was telling Mike, that I, I was having a hard time processing it. I was like, Mike, the Patriots just won the Super Bowl. 14-point yeah. dogs yeah. in that game to the St. Louis, then St. Louis Rams. St. Louis Rams, yep. yeah. And greatest show on turf and all this stuff, and you beat them. It was, it was uh, yeah, I mean, what, a, what an amazing season in general. I mean, with everything that happened all the way through and then, you know, being such huge underdogs, nobody really expecting us to win except for the guys in the locker room. You know, obviously we believe that Coach Belichick would put a good game plan together, but the guys just believed, you know, and it, it sounds like a cliche and stuff, but we had to go out there and do it. And who knew, you know, like nobody expected the Patriots to win seven more you know like yeah. like it just it just like catapulted so much what happened in in uh in, in that franchise for the next two decades so 48 yard kick and it was a great kick right down the middle center cut how much do you think you had oh, that night? I, so uh, you, you had 48 it was easily i mean was it 52 53 oh no i, I, th- I think i had quite a bit more on that one it, i mean the adrenaline was going so much and stuff i think ultimately I, I don't know. It hit it hit the net halfway up. So I don't know what that adds on there, but um, I just I just knew when it left my foot. You know, you you go out there and it's almost slow mo. Everything settles down, and Rod Rutledge is talking trash to Dre Bly, and Kenny Walters is yelling at Rod to get set. You know, I I remember all the stuff that's going on, but but then it just got like quiet and surreal, like almost slow mo, like. And then all of a sudden, when it hit my you know when I kicked and it it, it hit my foot, and I was like, man, that felt good, right? <laughs> like you know, like right. a golf shot. You know if it's like, oh, that's bad. Or you know, like, man, that I didn't even feel the ball on my club. You look up, and it's a rocket, right? I, when I kicked that one, I was like, that felt really good. And I looked up, and dead center down the middle. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. You know, so it was pretty awesome. And, it was, but, it was, and I just want to say, I mean, that, that kick says it all. What was more for you, ner- nerves-wise, was it the one in the snow against the Raiders? 100%. Yeah, 100%. Or this one? No, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, I, you know, in, in 24 years of kicks, and there's a few other pretty good ones, but the one in the snow um, definitely is the one that I'm the most proud of, of all my kicks. Just for sheer difficulty, we're down by three. If you miss it, you're cleaning out your locker room. And who knows, you know, really, who knows what – what the dynasty after that looks oh, like that, after that, that, you know? For both franchises. Correct. Change the course of the Raiders franchise, change the course of the Patriots in NFL history. Um, and, of course, the Patriots. I mean, listen, that one gets underrated. Yeah. I yeah, mean, Carolina. you know, like that was the difference in, in Super Bowl 38. And, of course, it was a three-point game to win Super Bowl 39. I mean, just – and you had two Hall, Hall of Fame careers with the Colts <laughs> and, the, and, the, uh, and the Patriots. But back to the 48-yarder to win the Super Bowl real quick because we were talking about this as well. Back then, that was not a gimme. No. Nowadays, no. people kicking it from sixty. It's I mean, unbelievable. How has the, yeah. the craft evolved? I, I don't. I don't even understand it. To be real honest with you, I know when I first got in the league in 1996, if you were 75 percent on your field goals, you're keeping a job. That's pretty good. Yeah. Now it seems like you've got to be over 85 percent, almost 90 percent, to even be considered to be one of the better ones. And if you're not damn near 95 percent, you're not even talking about going to to the Pro Bowl or something like that, right? But it's it's amazing to me now to watch these guys. There's there's 57, 58 yarders kicked 
every routinely, week, yeah. it seems right. like. Yeah. So I don't think it's ever been about distance. I think it's all because there's lots of guys that got plenty of leg. It's just I think I think the fact that like it's no longer, uh, hey, you know what, for six months we play football and then you take three months off and then we do a little bit of training. Guys are training year round and they're making sure that they keep their bodies fit and doing all the right stuff to stay strong and healthy and flexible and all that stuff. So it's really it's really impressive to see that, you know, you know, we all make 50 yarders every once in a while, but guys are making upper 50, 60s. Yeah. You know, you know what Tucker did two years. ago. I mean, my God, it's it's crazy what guys are doing now. When you went to the Colts, as Mike said, you've had two Hall of Fame careers. You really have. When you went to the Colts, did you think, okay, indoors, better yes, for me? You were, so that, you were definitely thinking that. Well, you know, it was one of those things, like two things. If when, I, I never saw free agency until my 10th year in the league. You know, I was franchised and a couple of other things like that, it, story in itself. But I, I thought about after the, my 10 years and I became a free agent, I said, I'm definitely picking a warmer weather team, a dome. I'm, I'm, if I'm going to leave, I'm not going to Buffalo or yeah. Cleveland or yeah. something. You know, like yeah. I did that. I, yeah. I put my time in. Let's, let's find a little spot. And, you know, kicking inside when you don't have to worry about wind and rain and all that stuff, it, it doesn't guarantee anything, but you don't have to, you don't have to overanalyze and overthink. It's just it's yeah. a little less stressful, maybe. And you certainly got good taste in quarterbacks, so we'll get to them in a second. Right on. But before we move on any further, you're here with DiGiorno. Tell us about that partnership. Yeah, they're, they're having a awesome campaign this week either of the during the game if there's any field goal or extra point doinked off the upright or crossbar <laughs> as long as you go to uh visit there sign up for it anytime if anybody hits hits an upright or crossbar free pizza so that didn't happen too often wow. with you as i recall well occasionally, occasionally. but you know it seems the best of them. yeah yeah well yeah. for sure you know it seems like there's uh, some guys and it doesn't have it doesn't have to be a doink miss i mean hopefully they kiss it off the upright and it goes yeah. in my mind listen i don't want to see i hate i know what it feels like to miss i don't want those guys to have to feel that either i'm i'm hoping that they all make all their kicks but I'm not against if they like kiss it off the upright so everybody gets free pizza, man. We're all in this thing together. (laughs) Free pizza. So let's talk about your quarterbacks, as Mike uh, mentioned. You had Tom Brady. You had Peyton Manning. Uh, Both of those guys retired. Tom recently retired. Uh, Any any surprises, first of all, that Brady is just – we're just talking about his retirement uh, in 2023. Well, I tell you what, he he, – like the way he – took care of his body the way he did stuff like I mean he looks younger now than he did when he first started I mean he's in better shape the what he eats and how he takes care of his body I know he's got the his guru Alex that takes you know does all that stuff like it's it's really impressive to see a 40 plus year old man playing quarterback that that is just he takes he does everything right right so I don't think it surprised any of us that that he was going to play that long. I think he could play a couple more years if he chose to do that. But uh, I'm happy for him. Hopefully he's, he's going to enjoy. It's going to take him a little while to decompress down and, uh, and do his thing. But, uh, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's pretty awesome. I'm happy for him. Not to embarrass you too much, you know, because uh, you know, you very much a patriot, as we got to know. You are never to like to talk about yourself too much. But um, you guys could have some – you could be roommates, if you will, in Canton. I hope uh, so. Very soon. Uh, but kickers traditionally have not gotten, was it Jan Stineru, Morton Anderson? Yep, there's just two right now. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, what would that mean to you? It means the world. I mean, on, on, you know, when I started playing ball, I, I, 
like anybody. I just want to be, I want to last for a while and be successful. I, I never thought I would be the all-time leading scorer. I never thought I'd have the opportunity to play and be a part of six Super Bowls and four championships, four wins. You know, like those, those are all just surreal things. And, and when I started, you know, stacking years together and all that stuff and having some of these moments that we just got done seeing on TV, you know, I'm just blessed to be on great teams with like stud players that I could be a part of. But you still have to make the kick. You still have to put the icing on the cake and all that. So I never really gave myself an opportunity to like, like have nostalgia and look back and really reminisce on my career until just these last couple of years I've allowed myself to do it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully I stacked up enough stuff, I, you know, to, to get talked about. And if I make it, I'll be the happiest man in the world. Well, that, and, and y'all was born in 25, I want to say, right? So a couple more years. Right. But that, that title, that, that doesn't, the object of the game is to score points. That, we talk about touchdown pass records and, and, and who scored the most touchdowns, and like, but all-time leading scorer. It's pretty awesome. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. You can put more points on the board than anybody who's ever yeah. played this great game. That's a title that I think is because it's a kicker is typically held it. Right. It doesn't, it probably doesn't get the, the amount of attention that it deserves. Well, yeah, but like, let's, it's bragging rights for sure, and, yeah. I, and I love it. You know, when I when I met, I played against Morton a handful of times, and when I was probably year eight, nine, something like that, and Morton was getting toward the end of his career, and I remember two thousand and some odd points that he had at that time, and I'm like, so many points, <laughs> right. like, are you kidding me, dude? Like, nobody's ever going to touch that, yeah. I, and I truly thought I felt that way, yeah. and. And I never even really thought about it. I, I know I know LeBron was talking about it the other day. He's like, I, it was never a goal or yeah. a thought. I never thought about that I was going to have the opportunity to play that long, to stuck up that many years and that many points to do it, until about three years from, I was like, you know, if I stay healthy, I yeah. might be, like, it was never a dream or even a goal of mine, yeah. kind of, sort of, until it got close. And then I was like, you know what, I really would like to try to see if we can get this. So, yeah, the, the day that that happened, it was just one of those things like I've got so much respect for all these guys that came before me. I appreciate and, and respect and admire. And, and, and I, you know, I look at all these guys that did it before me. And, and then you go, you did it with, the, you know, you did the same, you, you did this. You yeah. know? And that, that's, that's pretty awesome. We're talking about the LeBron James of the NFL. Uh, no, 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 no. I wish I would. No. <laughs> Stop that. No, nope. He's... I wish. No. Adam Vinatieri, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we appreciate great. you, man. And, uh, no, Love we it. don't just say we appreciate it. No, we really like, no, do. We really, <laughs> we really appreciate do. it because I don't know if we're Change sitting here if not for, for that, uh, that right leg of yours. I appreciate you guys having me on and, and bringing up the good old days. It makes me feel good even though I'm old and gray now. It's uh, pretty awesome. You're still no, in shape, yeah, though. Was say, always you, the most in shape yeah, kicker. I'm always. <laughs> it was like, wait, where's the kicker? He blended in with everybody yeah, in the yeah, locker room. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. appreciate you. Thank, Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. 
This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10th. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. I'm getting a little bit older. I just love the competition now that we can be in the same conference, and, and I welcome all that. You know, get to see him a little bit more, probably playing against Phoenix a lot more, and um, that's what I'm looking forward to. Everything else in, in between, I, I just am glad that uh, he got out of there. That's what they said about Brother Brandon Newman uh, when he left <laughs> Brother from Another. Glad he got out of there. <laughs> Glad he got up out of what there. Got, got, got away from Mike Smith. Um, oh, my goodness. Not a stranger to this here family. Brandon Newman, oh. Willie Beeman jersey, never did came dressed for the occasion. Oh, Good to man. see you. you Alongside like Mike Golick Jr. Together they do the Gojo Pod with Mike Golick Jr., uh, courtesy of DraftKings. Great podcast. I've been a guest on it before. Good to see you both. How y'all doing, fellas? We're doing good. It's good to see you guys. I said we've had you both on the podcast before, so now we get to combine forces, yes. do it in person. It's good stuff. Yes. 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 Togetherness. Like Voltron, coming together that, like Voltron. That way, only a few of us have to talk at a time. You know what I'm saying? We're smart <laughs> business people as well. We want to make sure we're equitable with our time. Oh, that's yeah. smart. That's smart. Yeah. How, how about the audacity of that clip coming in? <laughs> Can we just go back there? Please. How about this dude said, uh, I'm glad he got out. Oh, like, how got, did he get got out? Got out of a situation I that I helped create. You created it. Are we done blaming Kyrie Irving finally now that KD's out of there too? I think they all deserve some of the blame. Okay. I mean, like Kyrie's not blameless. No. No, like that is like saying, oh, I'm glad you got out of that house I lit on fire. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm glad to see you made it out safe. Oh, man. That, 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 that culture, that dysfunctional culture that we built. That we, brought to that, we that we built. Man, look, glad, look you, around got, glad you. you escaped. None of this was here before we got here. We created this. <laughs> no, it, it. I mean. I, I don't know. It's nuts to think about at this point. And for Brooklyn now, like, how are you ever supposed to convince people that you're capable of doing this again? I don't think they do this again. I think, I think listen. What is this? No, I, I, don't think they, I don't think they go out and try to do the superstar big three team up thing again. I think the draft picks they got from Phoenix, that's the only way they're going to build this team. They said the it's Spencer Dinwiddie's team again, damn it. It, 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 yeah. is, it is a draft <laughs> choice organization moving forward. But what's amazing is that they've done it twice. It's remarkable. Yeah. They've done it twice. What was more two disastrous? The Paul Pierce, two different wow. ownership Durant, groups, but Durant, Durant, right? What was more disastrous? Two different ownership groups, yeah. two different basketball ops groups. Yeah. And they both said, you know what? I think we'll just mortgage everything right. for this. Meanwhile, the Knicks are like, <laughs> yeah, right. man. I, I saw shout, shout out to my guy Bailey Carlin, memed it and put the banner up, beat the Knicks nine times in the Nets rafters because that's about all man. they got. This dude is he is he has clowned me for the last several years oh my God, about it. how but what, what is it more trade requests than more series trade requests wins? Than series wins. You couldn't have told me they would play. Okay. The, you could okay. not have told me they would play the equivalent of what used to be an NFL season together. I'm talking played, about Harden, Durant, and, and Kyrie. Kyrie. 16 games. But you 16 could have told me that. Together. But isn't it – don't they have a bad franchise? Don't bad franchises exist? Like, let's not act like the Nets weren't who hey, the Nets stop. were. See, yeah, but when, when what, Jason what, Kidd you know left them. Here, what I'm getting See, here, what I'm getting what? here is like, okay, let me just call you out, Brandon. <laughs> Let me just call you out. Please. You're making excuses. Like what I hear is like a bubble of excuses. You're just trying to put them in a bubble and blaming everybody else. It's a bad franchise. It's the environment. It's my mama and daddy. No, 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 it's not. It's them. Blame them. Go ahead and say it. Say it. 
Well, I, I, I didn't agree with James Harden joining the group. I did not. I think that, that really just took that, him out. That threw him out. It was hard. They should have just focused on, you know, the Slim Reaper and, you know, Kyrie, one of the best dribblers, uh, performers that we've ever seen. I'm excited for him to go to the Mavericks because I think he's going to continue to extend his value and then get that big contract somewhere else. Hopefully with the I Lakers. I miss you. I mean, hopefully I miss with you. the Lakers. I miss you so much. Dude, do you hear the delusion here? This is, I think, where it all stems from if we're going to, like, psychoanalyze yeah. this. It's him hoping that Kyrie Irving can continue to play down his value enough to where the Lakers can get him for a bargain by the time that LeBron is trying to re-up here. That seems like where all roads lead to is you just want to make this more convenient for you on the back end. Listen, I've been very critical of Rob Palenka and Jenny Buss, the whole front office over there. They just traded a Pat Beverly for a Bobo. I think they're doing something over there. I think they're doing something. I, 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 yeah, no, I, listen, like, so Mo Bamba, Pat Bev gone. They, they got rid of Russ finally. That, yes. That, yeah. The Russell Westbrook error, not error, error is finally over. Uh, but we got all these jokes. We get all these jokes off. Yeah, it's fine. How about the Suns, though? Ooh, because they say all you want about about whether KD can build a franchise. CP3, they, they got KD without giving up much of anything. I did a hit with uh, Altitude Sports over there. The Denver folks yeah. shook right now. Yeah. The fu- who have been sitting there in the one seat Thinking all year long. Year. Yeah. Jamal yeah. Murray finally had, yeah. staying healthy for long enough. They've got this core. They think it's theirs. And people are legitimately shook. A Suns team that we know already has a finals appearance in recent memory. Yeah. Now added, the biggest concern for me with them is injury. Yeah. And Chris Paul, who's been chronically Always. injured down Absolutely. the stretch of the season. Yeah. KD's coming off it right, right. now. It's they look Kim. great on paper. Yes. But is that the only place we're going to see him is on paper? I mean, Kevin Durant's had a lot of look great on paper in his yeah. career outside of Golden State. So I just, that's my big concern with them. But my God. Yeah. The scoring on that team. Yeah. And Monty Williams is still that dude. Like, I yeah. think Tibbs stole that Coach of the Year uh, title from him. And I don't know what the pieces have, but the West is wide open. Oh, you think it's, Not, you think it's wide still? open? I think it's – yes, this is – I mean, it feels the, like it's theirs to win now. The top That's is a, solidified, but that, that muddy water in the middle – I think this is going to clarify things a little the bit. The reason I, I don't, I'm not going to say it's theirs to win is because the trade happened in February. Right. Okay? If they had – if, if we're talking all training camp, yeah, maybe. Okay. But they're, they're I mean, still so – Ke- Kevin Durant's kind of an easy guy, I feel like, though, to integrate in an offense because when in doubt, it's like, hey, that guy can go he get is. a bucket. He can get he in. Like, he he and and when you get to the postseason, you just need bucket getters at right. certain But, junctions. okay, how does that affect, how does that affect uh, Devin Booker? Well, I mean, listen, KD's still an off-ball guy. Like, I know I understand Devin Booker kind of in the same boat, but I think you've got guys, even in a positionless basketball world, that do all fit on the court together. And it's just that understanding. The thing they're going to have to work through now is all the normal end-of-game stuff that we talk about where, hey, Devin Booker might have been used to being the guy that can pop up shots or try and go get it down the stretch. You got to understand that you're not like – we've been on this thing where Devin Booker's been right on the cusp of being a superstar that postseason run. There's levels to this. It's KD's world yeah. now on that team, and there's yeah. got to be that recognition. Meanwhile, y'all got D'Angelo Russell, so it's all good. You know, y'all may make the play-in tournament. Uh, no, oh, no, 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 it's I better like than it. that. It's better it, than it, that. It, it can be. It has the potential to be better than that. Oh, you don't think so? But yeah, I, just don't, I just don't think that <laughs> Kevin Durant is escalating his teammates. Like, we haven't seen him mm. do that in the way. Like, obviously, LeBron See, used to do that. This the problem. Away. The problem is he was over there in the, in the waiting area talking to Natalie. I, I, so she, <laughs> your, 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 your successor, we should say. Yes, yes. We're almost out of time with you guys. Just listen, man. So proud of you. Good to see you. I we appreciate it. all you did you. To, to, to get this show where it is, uh, wherever that is. You hey, got us here. Hey, <laughs> you know, you. Like, so I thank you for the hours that you poured into this show. But would love to just know how you guys are doing, man. How's it coming? Y'all chemistry is not a question. Y'all go back to Notre Dame. How's the podcast coming? 
how are you guys getting along? Because we, you know, we like to think of y'all as a, as a as a cooler, younger, better looking version of us. I think we're just a heavier version of you guys, like <laughs> sheer mass. about that. It's uh, <laughs> after this week, it's anybody's guess. But yeah. no, it's been great. I mean, getting to be out here in person this week also and get to hang around with each other, it, it feels like we're back in that locker room mode over there in the bunker. It's been an awesome week here, and we're excited, man, to get to tap back in and learn who we are professionally right now. I know Brandon Newman in a lot of ways, but coworker has been a new one we got to add yeah. to the list. Right, this year right. so we're trying to just get like you guys and make the relationship keep working yeah it's been whiplash for me the last time i was here this time last year was with the show with brother from another wow. and got a chance to meet with mike and, and this opportunity happened and I, I we're still in the year one we got a lot of learning to do but it's been fun growing with him and getting those reps in and at this point in time I know who I am. And I know I'm not. And I'm trying to stick in my lane. There you oh, go, man. Yeah. That's good stuff, oh, man. And we only fought once this week. Yeah. Oh, what was that over? What was it over? Real quick. Oh, come Brandon, on. Brandon was too good for the media food at NFL opening night. He said the tacos in the buffet line had been picked over and were out in the air, so he made me take him to Culver's after instead. Oh, hi, he, he, had a, he had an attitude because he had to drive me somewhere when he was already giving me a ride. I, I felt... I felt like I don't know. I was I was befuddled, honestly. You were hungry. You were hungry. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> 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 that's, that's, that's just listen. It's like it's like old people watching a young couple. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, we now know you what that's guys, like. You guys will get through it. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, we know what that's like. Yeah. yeah. Work through yeah. it. Keep praying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Family prays together. Stays together. Oh, Appreciate you, fellow man. Good to see you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. I love you, man. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launched vertical speedway. And it's your last chance to get more fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this limited-time bundle ends June 30th. Save now at cedarpoint.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hey, Roger, uh, Jim Trotter, NFL Media. Um, you and other league officials have said that the league's commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion extend beyond the sidelines and beyond the front offices and is applied to all aspects of the company. I've worked at NFL Media for five years. During those five years, we have never had a black person in senior management in our newsroom. That's a problem because we cover a league who, according to league data, the player population is 60 to 70 percent black, which means that there is no one who looks like these players at the table when decisions are being made about how they are covered. More concerning is that for a year plus now, we have never had a full-time black employee on the news desk, which again is a problem because we cover a league whose player population is 60 to 70 percent black, according to league data. I asked you about these things last year, and what you told me is that the league had fallen short and you were going to review all of your policies and practices to try and improve this. And yet a year later, nothing has changed. You know, James Baldwin once said that I can't believe what you say because I see what you do. And so I would ask you as an employee, when are we in the newsroom going to have a black person in senior management, and when will we have a full-time black employee 
on the news desk. Well, Jim, um, I am not in charge of the newsroom, um, so I, what I think the, the can I answer your question? As you point out, it's the same question you asked last year. And we did go back, and we have reviewed everything we've been doing across the league. And we are looking at everything from vendors that we're working with to partners that we're working with to ownership where we've seen significant changes in diversity just this year. And I'm not specific, do not know specifically about the media business. We'll check in again with our people, but I am comfortable that we made significant progress across the league. I can't answer the specific questions. Some of the data you may have raised there may be accurate, maybe not. Last year, I was told some of it wasn't. We'll get to you on that. We want to make progress across the board, and that includes in the media room. And so those are things that we'll continue to look at and hopefully make real progress to. I can't answer because I do not know specifically what those numbers are today. Uh, if I could invoke James Baldwin myself, Jim, <laughs> how long do you want me to wait for your progress? progress. Ooh, uh, ooh. How long should we wait for your progress? You know that would have been the follow-up. Oh, oh, man. Listen, honestly, brother, man. That, that's no surprise to anybody that knows you and has followed your work. To me, that was an example of, I work with you, not for you. I may, I may be Jim Trotter of NFL Media, but we work, we work together. I don't answer to you. I answer to a higher calling. So props for holding this league to account as you always have throughout your distinguished career. I guess my question for you would be, what has been the fallout, follow-up, however you want to describe it, since you uh, asked Roger again about their so-called progress on the diversity front, specifically with NFL media, any uh, behind-the-scenes conversations that have taken place since yesterday? Yeah, you know, um, the biggest disappointment from asking that question this year as well as a year ago is that no one from the league office has reached out to me to even have a conversation about it. And so I think subconsciously what I was hoping a year ago in asking that question is that someone from the league would say, you know what, let's have a conversation and see if somehow we can dialogue and come up with a plan to make this better. Haven't heard from anyone over the last 12 months. And after yesterday, still did not hear from anyone. And look, the reality is here, one of the reasons I asked that question is because I believe that if you are going to say diversity, equity, and inclusion are core principles of the NFL, then your actions should reflect that. And the other thing, reason I ask it is, look, I understand I'm getting older, so I don't know how much longer I'll be in this game, but there are a lot of young people who want to ask that question and can't for fear of losing their job right. or facing some sort of retribution. I don't want to be fired, but if you want to fire me for asking those sorts of questions or asking the league to be accountable, then fire me. I'm okay with that. I'll find another job. I'll Amen. move on, whatever. Amen. But the reality is I believe strongly that if, you're going to, if you are going to hold yourself up to be one thing, then be that thing. And the, and the other point here is, too, and I, I've expressed this to some in the league office, is that the NFL is so popular, the most popular sport in this country, if not the world. I genuinely believe that there is a social contract between the NFL and the public. And I believe that the NFL can do a lot of good in terms of dressing with some of the ills that, that affect our society. And so when it talks about these things being important, then, damn it, I'm going to ask you about it because I, too, believe that it's important. Mm -hmm. And if we are going to make change, you, you, you can be a driving force in terms of change. And other businesses and corporations can look to you to see how you do your business and hopefully follow suit. I love watching that clip, uh, Jim. And 
when Roger Goodell started to answer, you were going to say something else. He said, can I answer your question? What were you going to say that uh, that, that yeah, they after, prevented after you he, from saying? After he hit you with the I just work here thing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, what it was is when he said, essentially, I don't manage the newsroom, I was going to say to him, yes, you do. New York sets our budget. We answer to New York. And so from that standpoint, you are the commissioner of the league, so you are over all of that. It's funny that he says that he doesn't understand or he's not aware of some of the media stuff, and yet he kept spitting out numbers about Amazon and, and, and streaming platforms and this, that, and the other. Well, let's take care of our business first, you know, in-house. And, and look, I don't like asking those questions. I really don't. You do it well. We get, Why not? I, I mean, Why don't because, you like asking those be, questions? Because I don't want them to be present. Okay. Right, you don't want them to be an right. issue. Okay, but, yeah, exactly. yeah. but I'm glad you yeah. asked those questions. No, absolutely. Yeah. If they need to be asked, I'm going to ask. Yeah. But I don't want yeah. to. Yeah. My hope is that we move past that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. And we can focus on doing the work and doing good. Yeah. So, um, you know, a lot... You know this, Michael. You and I have talked about this as people who teach mm-hmm. at, the, at a university level. The one thing I was always taught about journalism coming out of Howard was the reporter should never be the story. Mm. And so it makes me uncomfortable that all these people come to me and say, man, I'm, I'm glad you did this and, and, and want to hold me up because that's not what we get into this business for. Right. Right. And so. So I am a little uncomfortable with it, but at the yeah. same time, I say I, I have made a pledge to myself and a promise to myself that in whatever years I have left in this business, I am going to give a voice to the voiceless as best I can. Yeah. And if that means asking questions like that to people who are in power, so be it. That's what it's supposed Speaking to be. Speaking truth to power. That's I, what it's supposed I, to be. That's what I, this business is. I go back to the beginning. To the I can't believe that somebody, and understand what I mean when I say this, even if just for the sake of optics or placating, somebody should have been like, hey, let's talk. Right. Let's get a meeting on the books. Right. Yeah. Even if it's even if they're really not going to do anything about it, and they haven't in the last year, why would you not say, hey, Jim, let's add to your responsibilities. You be a consultant in this area. Help right. us get better. Why nobody has followed should, up with yeah, you? Where should like, we look? Where, who should we talk something, to? What, 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 something. Where do we start? Because clearly he doesn't like being asked those questions because right. he doesn't know how to handle them. Right. You know, so like, hey, Jim, I'll follow up with you after this. Let's let's talk. Well, right. you know, the answer something. to that is you have to truly want change. Exactly. Exactly. And Speaking so of, oh, inaction sorry. leads to leads me to believe or yeah. to question well, whether like, or not you really like you want said, change. I can't believe what you say because I see what you do. Um, another person who spoke yesterday, Demora Smith, that made some headlines. And this is in the same buckety of diversity, equity, and inclusion, but in terms of the perspective of the player, the combine is under a lot of scrutiny right now. Right. It's been a conversation behind closed doors with Troy Vincent and NFL owners that's been contentious. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, Demora Smith talked about whether or not there's a usefulness to the combine beyond driving NFL player prospect value down from a draft standpoint and a medical standpoint. Uh, what kind of conversations have you been a part of behind the scenes um, when it comes to whether or not the combine uh, is still viable or whether it's antiquated? This has been a conversation with Demora Smith from very early on in his tenureship as, as the executive director of the Players Association. So he is not coming to this new. He has been saying this for some time. And the fact that Troy Vincent would say what he said to owners gives credence to this that maybe it's time to, to reevaluate this. Look, the, we all know the most important thing about the combine are the medicals and the interviews, right? So beyond that, I've never felt comfortable with them parading guys around basically in their underwear for yeah. the public and whatnot. How many times have we seen that Brady photo mm-hmm. of him at the Combine? Mm. I just think it's unfair to these guys, and it sort of dehumanizes them mm. when you do something like that. And then to bring fans in. and Look, 
So for, for me, I would be fine if they said no more combine. We'll have our medicals. You know, you can have your team interviews when you bring players in for yeah. visits or whatnot. Yeah. But, yeah. But I, you know the problem now? Going back to the NFL media, now it's a television event. It used to be, uh, but exactly. not, now they're making too much money off of it. You know? so, a lot. Yeah. So It's, it's every, everything that they have is is an opportunity to monetize something. All, so that, all the way down to media night. I mean, even yeah. like the, the thing yesterday was very underrated. Like Monday, Monday night, Thursday night, flexing out. Mm. So you're not really looking out for the fans in that situation. Let's say you got a game. You, you go into a Monday night game, and then all of a sudden, nope. It's not even the same day. Yeah. It's a Monday night game. Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden now you got something different to worry um, about. And Can not I- for nothing. <laughs> the attire, brother. Oh, yeah. This is the Billy D. Williams you, of our business, hey, man. Listen, I've been saying. Ain't you nobody, look don't like, let the smooth taste fool you. Look like you look like yesterday. Don't let Quote the smooth Baldwin. taste fool you. Appreciate you, Trot. Oh. The regular host of this show, Jim Trotter. <laughs> Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave.